0: I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. What is up, guys? Today, I'm going to share with you a little sneak peek of some of the information that we are chatting about currently in Homecoming program. So we are in week two of our eight weeks. It has been so beautiful so far. I am so ecstatic with the group that we have and the relationships that we're building and the barriers that we're overcoming. I'm so proud of the women in our group. If you are still interested in joining Homecoming and want to see about joining the next round, please reach out to me. I will give you all the information and get you everything that you need to plan your next eight weeks when we start in the next round. But for now, I just want to share one of the conversations that we are having this week in Homecoming because I think that it will be helpful for you as well. And you can get a little bit of a taste on some of the things that we talk about. So we are talking about intuitive movement. So in Homecoming, we talk frequently about intuitive eating, some of the principles that go along with it, and now we are talking about intuitive movement. Now, I don't strictly follow intuitive eating and intuitive eating principles, only because I know that that is not the right journey for everyone, and you may not be ready for that sort of transformation. I also realize that many of us have weight loss or aesthetic goals, and I am in support of us having those goals, and those don't necessarily align with intuitive eating because it is not a weight loss program. But I do think that intuitive movement is an incredibly powerful practice to experiment with because it's all about figuring out what type of movement works best for your unique body. I think so often in the industry that we are in, in health and fitness, we hear so much about a very one-size-fits-all approach, or we hear someone say that they have the answer or the program or the type of workout that's going to work for everyone, when that's just not how it works. We are extraordinary individuals. Our bodies are extremely different from each other. And so I think figuring out what type of movement works for you is the best way to heal our relationship with fitness. Because for too long, we have gotten to this habit where exercise has become an obligation or we only use exercise as a modality to burn calories and earn our food. And I think that that is where we can shift our perspective because movement is so much more. We can start shifting our mindset from moving to a place where we feel like we have to work out to one where we realize that we get to work out, that our bodies are built to move, and that it's a gift that we are able to move as much as we do. And I think if we focused more as a society on getting everyone in our community moving rather than trying to tell them the right way to move, I feel like that would go so much further for all of our health collectively. So there are three important practices that we need to consider if we are trying to become intuitive movers. So the first is discovering joyful movement through experimentation. Experimentation is the most important piece, I believe, of figuring out what kind of movement feels best for you. Because we all have these assumptions. We all have these beliefs about what type of exercise we should or shouldn't be doing, when in reality, we have to figure out what works for us as individuals, so by keeping an open mind and being open to experimentation, we'll open ourselves up to so many more opportunities for different types of movement. The key here is taking a non-judgmental approach and ditching any assumptions that we have about certain types of movements. So for me, I want to give you an example. I recently discovered a practice called booty yoga. It's B U T I yoga. I think I've talked about it before on here, but let me recap. So it is a combination of power yoga and tribal dance. And I'm going to tell you, when I first heard that description, I thought, absolutely not. There is no way that I would do that. Tribal dance sounds ridiculous. And I'm a strength trainer. Like, I lift weights. I don't do tribal dance. (laughs) But it came to be that I was on a girl's day and we were in a place where we could try different types of classes all together. And they happened to offer booty yoga. I had seen videos of this and I thought it was kind of ridiculous. And we were in this mode of like trying things that felt somewhat foreign or like kind of silly to us. We were in this environment where we were already experimenting in that way. So it felt a lot easier for me to try a movement that felt really uncomfortable for me. So anyways, we joined this class And I fell in love with the movement. I fell in love with the structure, with how it felt. I felt a sort of feminine energy that I don't feel that often. I know that sounds kind of funny, but I tend towards more masculine activities and more masculine ways of approaching emotion often. So this was very different for me. It also made me feel so present. It made me feel joy because everyone around me was also trying to figure out what was happening and it was so hard that we were all just laughing the whole time. The entire practice almost felt like a movement meditation where I was solely focused on exactly what I was doing. And it felt so freeing because I didn't have to worry about anything else in this hour long class. And by the end, I was freaking exhausted. So I bring this up to remind you that the assumptions that we make about these types of movements often get in our way. They get in the way of opportunities to experience something new. So when it comes to intuitive movement, keep a very open mind. Don't rely on your assumptions about whether you think you'll like something or not. You may not like it, and that is okay. But experimentation, in this sense, is about your willingness to be uncomfortable and to be new at something. That is often where the magic happens, because we just don't even know what we might like if we never try. The next important thing to remember as you're building a practice of intuitive movement is to listen to your body. This is critical with anything intuitive because that is the core principle. That is why we call it intuitive because we're listening to our intuition. We're listening to our bodies. So what's key here when we're talking about movement is you're listening to whether your body wants to rest or whether it's ready to move. That can tell us a lot of information. Of course, sometimes we use our quote unquote willpower or we use that motivation to push ourselves, even if maybe we're a little bit tired and our default is to say, no, I don't feel like going to the gym. We know that we can push ourselves. But there's also a fine line between that aspect of pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves towards burnout, where we really need to rest and we are ignoring that signal from our body that we need to. Listening to our body is all about honoring it where it is at. Last week, I took a barbell leg day class at the new gym where I've just joined here in Denver, and I woke up two days later so unbelievably sore. I tend to get my soreness two days after the fact and it hit me hard. It was one of those days where you have to like slowly, you know, clutch the sink to lower yourself down to the toilet because your legs hurt so much or that every time you have to go down the stairs, you do so with two feet on each step if that makes sense because it hurts too much to do one foot on each step. <laughs> that was me this week after this leg day. And I had planned on going to the gym this day. And so In the past, I think I probably would have pushed myself to the point where I went to the gym, was miserable, and got myself even more sore and potentially injured because of that pushing. But instead, I have been practicing the skill of listening to my body. And that day I decided, nope, I'm not going to the gym this morning. I'm going to turn on a leg day, like a post leg day yoga video on YouTube. It took me two seconds. I looked it up and threw it on the TV and I was stretching and it felt so much better than if I had pushed myself in the gym. So listening to our bodies is so important because it's the difference between honoring our bodies and forcing ourselves or punishing ourselves with movement. And we have to shift that relationship in order to build this back up. We also don't want to use movement to earn our calories or burn our food. I think that that mentality has been so toxic for so many of us for far too long. We have to let go of this idea that the movement that we do is only to earn our food. Your body is so much more incredible than just burning calories. And honestly, if you remember from our metabolism discussion that we had last week, physical activity isn't even that big of a portion of the calories that you burn throughout the day. There's so much more that goes into that. So why not appreciate movement for everything else that it does for our bodies? Which brings me to my last point. Start to notice how movement benefits you beyond weight loss. Movement is extremely powerful. It impacts our mood in a positive way. It gives us more energy. We gain strength and muscle. We, ga- we can gain confidence. We have better sleep, better digestion. Like It is literally endless. All of the things that we gain rather than lose when we exercise. So if we can shift our perspective towards so many of these other types of benefits of movement, that's when we can transform our relationship with exercise. The best way that I can think of to really pick up on this and highlight it for yourself is to keep some sort of like journal or tracker that you write down what types of movement you are experimenting with that week and how you feel before and after the experience. Because without some sort of journaling or tracking, we are more likely to just forget how good we felt after the type of movement that we just did. And that tracking and that reflection will allow us to see how we progress in a new movement. Because the first time you do it, it's gonna feel foreign, you're gonna feel like a beginner. So you have to give things a few chances. And then you'll be able to see how your mindset has shifted over time in this experience. So to recap, The first thing is to make sure that you are experimenting in order to discover what type of movement feels good for you. The key here is to keep an open mind and to not assume about what you may or may not like. You have to try it all, otherwise you're never going to know. The second piece is to listen to your body in the process so that we don't burn out and that we can learn to honor our body through rest when it needs it. And then the third piece is to notice how movement benefits us well beyond weight loss. Instead, considering what we get to gain from exercise instead of just what we lose. So this is just one of the topics that we are discussing this week in the homecoming program. But we go well beyond just modules where we learn about the topic. We use worksheets. We have group coaching calls where we can discuss things further and support each other and add that piece of accountability as well outside of the course in our community. So we really dive deep into these topics. But I wanted to give you a little bit of an idea because I think this topic itself is so valuable for so many of us. I think we all need this reminder to shift our relationship with exercise because for so long, it's simply been about calorie burn and I think it can be so much more. So I hope that this one was helpful for you. If it was, please reach out to me. Let me know if it was helpful. Shoot me a message on Instagram or just share it with your friends. I would love it if you do that because that is how we're going to grow, especially after a rebrand. Once we're shifting from one space to another, it becomes really challenging to reach more people. So I would be so honored and so grateful if you did share this with a friend, if you thought that it would mean something to them. It would mean everything to me. So I hope that you guys have a beautiful week. I will see you on Wednesday and I'm rooting for you. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley O Show so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.